and welcome to the Happy Wave Podcast. This is Aoife Dean. And the studio I'm, has gone to your head. The studio. <laughs> we are in a studio in Republic of Work. Um, I didn't know you were a radio presenter. You just... This you slip like, into it, don't this you? This is very conducive to it. Yeah. I feel like I've been working for Today FM my for whole life For 24 years. Yeah. yeah, I'm just like, I'm in their seat, we're in their room. And on my left is Kilkenny's brightest, Kilkenny's finest. Brian Cody! <laughs> Trisha Norton! Woo! Erlingford yeah. shows third place Irish dancer in 1996. No, Aoife, I picked my medal out of a, a USA biscuit tin. Did you? I did. That's a fact. Yeah, no, we all got, got one. one. we got to pick our one out of a collective USA biscuit tin. Oh, so it didn't matter if you were any good or not. Yeah, I wasn't any good, but I still got a medal. Oh. Yeah. No one told me that you're not meant to copy the other person on stage. I remember I was dancing at Cora's <laughs> show and I there was this like perfect creature dancing and I just copied I just tried to copy what yeah. she was doing rather yeah. than doing my own dance Yeah, but it had its pros because mam forced all the rest of them to dance and do music but I did such a terrible attempt that day no one was asked ever again <laughs> I never had yeah. to do you ruined work. the fun for the rest of them yeah, yeah. but um, anyway that's off topic Trisha thank you for joining me again thank you for having me Aoife you're thank so you. wise and you're so brilliant and we did a great meditation today here in Republic of Work oh there's a big sign saying here every time the studio is used <laughs> please introduce it as from our Cork studio <laughs> at Republic of Work so yeah that's where we are um, but if you're listening thanks so much for joining us um, we hope today t- today's episode is going to be helpful to you mm. um, the general theme today is kind of protecting ourselves uh, eating well managing our busy week well so we don't come out of it kind of broken broken I yeah. would say because when it comes to overeating and binge eating uh, that would be kind of a theme I'm sure if you have binge eating disorder or issues with overeating you would maybe agree with me or have had similar experiences that it's kind of when we're absolutely burnt out with no kind of I don't know no creativity left to have a nice evening apart from to just buy loads of stuff or cook loads of stuff or Mm. eat loads of stuff and that's our kind of solution or way of taking care of ourselves and it's it's uh, the feeling of emptiness it's not enough yeah it's the emptiness and then like maybe our brain is at such max capacity that we're like emptiness how do I feel fullness you know yeah and and that's we're doing our best at the lowest capacity you know and like I was having a really shitty day last week yeah and I did go for Trisha, Food. you're meant to be perfect. That's why you're on the podcast. <laughs> I thought you were. I thought you were going to be like helpful. To helpful. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, surprise. <laughs> deep suffering led me down this route. So deep, deep, deep failings and fucking everything up over and over again and continually. So because we're human. So anyway, so I was having a really bad day last week. But I, what I did was I actually went in. And I was like, what do I really want? Like, what would give me like maximum satisfaction? Mm-hmm. And do you know what it was? What? It was a meal that my friend made for me. We went away to um, a holi- my friend bought a holiday home in Kilkee. Shout out to Maria. Thanks for that. Our holiday home now. <laughs> and um, Kira, my other friend, made us breakfast one morning and it was like roasted butternut squash with like chorizo, halloumi, poached egg and her secret sauce. I won't give away all the ingredients because Kira may kill me. But it was like a sour cream. It was like dill. ketchup. 
It was sour cream and dill <laughs> and like garlic and it was delicious. And I mean, all I wanted that day when I was feeling really low and alone, I was like, I just want that dinner. But like, it meant so much more because I think I shared it with friends, right? Yeah. And it was... Super, you wanted the whole I went, thing. Yeah. yeah. And it was super nourishing. And yes, I did eat, but I ate well and like with love, like, you know, and yeah. with like that memory too, you know. So like, yeah. I think we can do that. We can nourish yeah. ourselves like from the right space. Well, see, this is it mm. because I think there's nothing wrong with comfort eating. Yeah. Comfort eating is beautiful yeah. it's it's discomfort eating yeah you know because I think where comfort eating airs into discomfort eating is kind of like you know like as in uh, something yummy that will be part of your rewards for the day or the yeah. evening like it's part but I think where it turns into like abuse is when you are relying on just food to do everything. Yeah. And it's like, it, like I just kind of think, and, and just I know this from working with clients as well, that it tends to be part of the solution, not the entire solution. Yeah. So we come home stressed from work and beautiful food is certainly part of the solution. Yeah. But if you do nothing else for yourself but just eat junk, well, then that's kind of more neglect because... It's kind of like, OK, well, now food hasn't done its job because mm, food's job is to make yeah. you feel more good. Mm. And it's like if you've kind of gone overboard, well, then, OK, now we haven't even got that either. Mm. So it's kind of like food has left us feeling worse and then we didn't have any other rewards in place. So mm. I think it's kind of like if we could be like, right, OK, I'm really going to I'm going to really need to fill myself up this this afternoon or this evening because today drained me like it drained me so as in how could how could this be a beautiful evening like mm. what would I need what are all the aspects I would need and I honestly think as well half the time it's just asking yourself that question I know but you never think of it when you're in that place though this is because you're like everything's shit I don't have to do anything I know my thing always though is a nice warm bed yeah, is very comforting for me. That's yeah. like a big thing. If I'm like, I'm gonna get in now, I'm gonna turn on my electric blanket or a hot water bottle, snuggle up and have a nap. Yeah, ninety percent of the issues go away after a nap. I think anything kind of <laughs> water washing based as well. Yes, like, like shower, <laughs> bath, swim. Yeah, suggestion <laughs> Swim. Yeah, yeah, sea swim. But like, yeah. it's just annoying because I think Weight Watchers or someone must overuse them because you know I just know from joking with clients and stuff, it's the whole like phone a friend or get in the bath and you're like, you know, that can't solve all your problems either. But like I say, I think half of it is just being sound enough yeah. to yourself yeah. to say. Trisha, today was yeah. tough. It doesn't really matter whether other people would find it tough because I yeah. think that's that Irish thing. Maybe it's an Irish thing. Maybe it's an everyone thing that we're like, ah, come on. It was just a normal day's work. What's wrong with yeah. you? And you had yesterday off. Sure, cop yeah. on. You know, and we'll talk to ourselves like that. But it's like, it doesn't matter oh, whether no, other people body. would find it harder or easy no. or would do more than you. And it's like, that's beside the point. The point is minding yourself. So if something drains you, it's kind of like, okay, what do you need? Like... And it's like, it's like you can't eat one, you know, obviously using the food of analogy, like food analogy, but you can't eat one food all the time and expect to be nourished. Yeah. In the same way that doing the same activity again and again is going to leave other places not nourished within you, you know. So like last night I was, I had a really busy day yesterday and I was so tired last night and there was a yoga class on late and yeah. I was like, usually this yoga class would solve all of my problems. But at the time that the yoga class was starting, I was getting into bed. I was like, 
it's an 8.30 bedtime yeah. now. That's actually what needs to happen. Yeah. And like the week before it was the yoga class. The night before it was, you know, a sauna and a swim. You yeah. Know? And it's it's different. And it's that attunement to what you have the capacity for, like, or what you need as nourishment, you know? And see, that's the thing, because I think everything, every action, every food, you can be doing it from a place of love or you can be doing it from a place mm. of punishment. So it's kind of like, you know, and the same, the exact same food or choice could be one or the other, depending on the day. Like yeah. I was talking to a client yesterday and, um, you know, she was after a tough weekend or whatever. And I'd be like, what would be really lovely? Like what would taste good and feel good or whatever? And she was like, stuffed peppers. And I was like, OK. Yeah. And, you know, that sounds like something that could like benefit from some cheese in it. Do you know, yes. like most things, <laughs> yeah. like most things really. And um you know, so we had a little discussion that like if it was the old mindset with the dieting, it would be like yeah. I had a tough week, so punish m- weekend, so punish myself, you know, because I had a tough weekend and I over it. So don't put the cheese in the thing. Yeah. Uh, um, And or then it'd be like if you were loving yourself and taking care of yourself, it'd be like, would the thing taste nicer? Would it feel nicer if you put cheese yes. in it? So it's kind of like and then a third option would be kind of like, say, if you had a whole week, a weekend, say you were in Paris or something, you had a whole weekend of that dippy cheese and bread and stuff, which is also phenomenal, isn't it? Yeah. But you were also like (laughs) cheese coming out of your pores. You were like sick of it or whatever. There's no need. You're saturated. Then, you know, if you gave say, say yet again, I think sometimes it's just so much easier thinking about it like it like like you were feeding a child. If a child was like full to the brim of cheese yeah. all weekend well then maybe putting the cheese in the stuffed peppers is Not cruelty yeah. kind of thing do you know what I mean so it's like the cheese or any food or any action can be either coming from yeah. love or fear and I think that's mm. what we have to distinguish for ourselves because I think a big thing of being very committed to overcoming a weight problem and getting to your healthy weight is that realizing that if this decision is coming from fear or punishment, Mm. it might seem in the short term like I'm getting further faster or I'm cutting calories or whatever. But you're not. You're not. It's going to have a backlash if it's coming from punishment. There's going to be licking our wounds at another part of the week or, you know, if there's controlled eating at one part of the week, there's going to be out of control eating at another part. Mm. So that's why it's like love is the consistent right answer. Hey, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Uh, Just to let you know, I have my course, The Happy Hip No Weight, that's available for €99 and that's all about changing your mindset. It's actually recordings that you can listen to when you're going to bed at night in order to change how your mind works, change your thinking, how it works and get you set on your goal, where you're going and the fact that you can get there. So that's available now on happyweight.ie for €99 big theme of what you were talking about is just self-kindness and compassion, you know? Yeah. And when, when you've got a heavy inner critic and that's really intense and the drive for, you know, your, your brain is wired for perfectionism or, or, or punishment. Yeah. Really strange for this person to come in and be like, hey, do you ever just be sound to yourself? And you're like, I don't understand. Am I not being sound to myself? Like, you know, there's no differentiation. Oh, 100%. You're just like, this is just how life is. Like, 100%. You're just like, this is what happens and this is what I... This is what I've always known. I know no space for something new. And so, yeah, I just really, you know, God, my heart swells when I think of that, you know, like just I could cry thinking of that space of of relentless 
criticism and, and punishment to the self, you know, really, and not knowing that that's what it was. I think that's the that's, that's the saddest thing. It'd be cool if the whole self love thing was motivating. It's not, yeah. <laughs> you know, and no matter who I work with, and I know I was the same. Mm. Ultimately, for a lot of people, the only thing that's motivating is letting go of a weight problem. So it has to be linked to that. Otherwise, they're not motivated to do it. I know. And that is, it's all part of the same thing, because the thing is, is that if you think of the times, if you're a binge eater or an overeater, where you did the worst eating, mm. where you certainly were not taking care of yourself, or you mm. certainly were feeling uncomfortable and still powered on and at more junk or whatever. Guaranteed. Guaranteed it yeah. was not coming from kind voices yeah. in your head. So it's I mean, kind of like, yeah. let's let's be super surface about it and materialistic and say, don't do it for the sake of self-love. If you want to do, if you, if you want to be your healthy weight or whatever, you know, you're entitled to want to be a healthy weight. There's nothing to be ashamed of with that. You know, part of that will probably mean removing the kind of bingy overeating times and if we dilute down what happens in those bingy overeating times no. they're nearly always us being mean to ourselves nearly always I just I can see and feel that direct correlation between the depth of suffering and the level and the equal and opposite intensity in in, in in eating yeah you know what I mean like there's a direct correlation between the depth of suffering and the and how much of a reaction you use to get out of that suffering and through the through, you know for everybody it's different you know there's different um, there's different alleviations of suffering and, and Gabor Mate really talks about this he says there's no such thing as addiction it's just people who are suffering who are looking for ways to self-regulate and reduce suffering you yeah. know really like and so and so the level and I always see that you know with people like who you know I have my own addictive traits like and it, it, I, in some ways it is in all ways it is to try and escape the thing that I don't want to sit with and 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 that's fair enough I know. know when we know better we do better and it and it is it is harmful to ourselves but even that slight awareness of hey this is hard I know and I'm sorry you're going through this but you know what might be better is if we meditate or walk or connect with someone or eat something that's maybe just a little to the left a little to the right a little more a little less whatever that is like mm. I don't know what that looks like for people mm -hmm. but that's that's the the kind voice inside you that says I see you I see your suffering and I'm really sorry I know it's hard but just let me help you make a decision that might lessen that it'd be really really helpful to take weight out of it because there's 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 a lot of people who are probably whoever's listening your weight and they're happy out and mm. they actually don't have negative eating behaviors and they're happy out. The sad thing with a weight problem is the eating behaviors because the eating behaviors and the negative self-talk that affects you daily. Do you know what I mean? That's a 24 hour struggle. Like as in some of my clients, you know, they'd be kind of saying it's just so great to not be thinking about food now all the time because it was like they were constantly the thinking about food. Yeah. So it's kind of like it's it's kind of like when people focus on weight, everything goes bananas, like everything just goes a bit wonky because if you're focusing on weight, you're kind of saying this weight is wrong, which opens the door to so just I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Yeah. I need to change. Life will be better when I'm changed. And it's kind of like, you know, if we could just leave the weight aside because no matter what mm. you do you're not going to change your weight in 24 hours however you could have a very nicer day with food today 
than you did yesterday. That's possible. That's achievable. It's yeah. it's achievable to have less of the symptoms of a eating disorder or weight problem today by having a very nice time for yourself or having more positive self-talk or um, another thing you said there about Gabber Mate and the mm. addiction. Like, I think that's so helpful because I think mindfulness is super helpful as well mm. because, you know, you know, addiction can really be a label and, and weight problem can be a label that's heavy and we stick on ourselves and it drags us down. Whereas I'm kind of like, and I'm always saying it to clients, like it's a fun game to sit down to a meal without any baggage. Mm. So this isn't about your weight. There's no agenda. This isn't about your past. This isn't about the future. This is about now having a romantic moment with this food, seeing what this food has to offer you. Like, how does it taste? How does it feel? How much of a nice time can you have for it? Um, How lucky can you feel for it being there? How grateful? You know what I mean? Like, as in, we could actually just set aside all our baggage just for this one meal and mm. have a very, very different meal than maybe we did just last night. Mm. You know? And we have the power to do that when you just kind of think about, yeah, I'll just play that game for this minute. I might never play it again, but let's just see how it goes. Let's just do a like little trial. I just keep on feeling that sense of like, it's not a weight problem. Like it's a self-love. You know what I mean? Like it's actually self-care. A hundred percent. Self-love. Like, and it's not. It's nothing to do wrong, with like, kilos yeah, it's at not, all. Like you could nothing. be whatever weight and, and. Not have a weight problem. Yeah, exactly. There's no, there's no weight problem. It's the association you have with the weight and that being your value or making you worthy of being in this world or not. Like, I mean, I just I feel deeply compelled to just acknowledge that like every person listening to this is loved. Yeah. Like no matter who you are, you are absolutely loved by someone and more than just someone. Yeah. You change people's days by being in it yeah and I mean if that's not enough of a reason to value yourself what the I, I, you know what's, what's, what else do you need and, you know? and you deserve to have a really nice day like I know that sounds like I don't know does that work for other people but like I don't know I was always at half mast like mm. I was always like life will begin once I lose weight yeah. and it's kind of like oh well I can't really have a nice day because I kind of should be giving out to myself for what I ate yesterday and I kind of should be giving out to myself for the fact that I've put on weight anyway it's like no 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 you have full permission to feel as amazing as you want today. Full Mm. permission. There's no terms and conditions. There's no reason why you should not feel as well as you want to feel today. And like it is like that whole thing that (laughs) fat is a feeling, not a size. Because I've been thinner than now and felt fatter. Mm. And the one thing for sure is that we have to shake off that fat feeling because yet again I'm not talking about levels of excess weight I'm not talking about kilos BMI any of that shit it's a feeling it's a feeling we have in ourselves that's not Mm. nice and we kind of have to give ourselves the permission to not sit with that anymore and that's why you know I'm always on about it on my Instagram but like that playing the game of being your ideal weight you know, because if you were playing that game of I am my ideal weight today, well, then you couldn't be like, oh, yeah, I would be confident, but sure, I can't. I can't let myself be confident. I put on a stone in the last month. Like, I, I can't be confident. It's like, no, you just have to. If you're playing that game, it's like mm. there'd be no holding back. There'd be no kind of like, I can't feel well because of this, if that makes sense. You just yeah. couldn't do that anymore. 
So I'm like in a really weird way we can keep playing that game of like what what would it be like to just Think you're enough. Yeah, think you're enough. Basically, that, that's, that's actually it. That is like what's Never coming through. That way. Yeah. It's like, I am enough as yeah, I am. Exactly. I don't need to change. Like, you know, you, you don't even need to play that game. Like, you actually are ju- just as you are. Like, that is you being here with your beautiful heart and I your think, offering is I, enough. I think the game helped me because I probably wasn't at a space, you know, it was probably... It's too hard. Yeah, it was probably still the thing that like, but no, I'm not enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. It's so far away. Unless I'm like, you know... A certain size or yeah. whatever. So it's like, okay, let's just pretend to be the certain size then, because then you could give yourself the permission, permission. to be enough. Sure, it's like a back door to it. It is a back door to yeah. it. I think it's a useful game. It's a useful game. And it's it's yeah. interesting because like I trained in the Louise Hay stuff, and so she always likens the you know what you're doing there essentially is like positive affirmations, but like in a sneaky way. It's yeah, really cool. It's like a sniper positive affirmation yeah. situation where you're like, I am this, and so. She describes positive affirmations when you do them first and when there's heavy resistance to them. It's like clearing, cleaning a turkey pan. All the really heavy gunk is going to come to the surface. Like your heavy, critical inner voice is going to come and say, no, not for one minute. Are you going to think nice things about yourself because of this evidence and this evidence of you being a shitty person and you being bad and you being wrong and you being whatever. And so while you are playing that game or while you're beginning to believe uh, the thought that I am enough or, you know, to develop that self-compassion know that there may be times when those opens more more often than not at the beginning that they will creep in and they will try and steer you back off course but actually you are worth cleaning that turkey pan to the very end you know to have a nice sparkling new brain mindset whatever you want to call it and offer yourself a space that you can live in with compassion and self-love and acceptance and enoughness and like it's mad really like to think about you're walking around with someone just giving out to you in your head all day isn't it it's actually it's, yeah and, and I think that's another kind of source of kind of compassion because if we yeah. start listening to our thoughts it's kind of like I sure God love me no no wonder I've had a weight problem do you know what I mean because it's like if anyone was listening to that all day mm. if like you were doing your job and someone was like all day long you're terrible at your job obviously that's going to take root so it's like you know that's kind of handy in a way once you start noticing your negative thoughts because you're like ah that's what caused it so if they were different if I could change them that would also change the outcome but also with the whole like trying it on for size the whole like just like because what I used to do is like okay how would I walk from the kitchen to the sitting room if I was my ideal weight Mm. how would I sit in the couch if I was my ideal weight how would I walk from the changing rooms in the swimming pool into the pool at my ideal weight and what you notice is that there is subtle differences and I have evidence of this from making my clients do it as well and all Mm. the stories they came back with and like it's very handy because you know even it happens all the time when I'm working with clients I'm kind of like okay so I'll be different you know when you're there when it's just life without a weight problem what would be like that like what would what would that be like even one the other day was kind of like I've never thought about that you know I've only ever thought about losing weight yeah. And that's what a lot of people do. And, 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 you know, then the whole thing is, well, then most people are getting exactly what they want because they, w- they want to keep losing weight. So, yeah, you know, they lose a stone, put up a stone, lose a stone, put up a stone and a half. You know, they, they, they're technically getting exactly what they've asked for because mm. they keep losing weight, you know, putting it back on, but keep losing weight. So it's kind of like, no, we need to get to know our persona and we need to get to know what our life would look like without a weight problem 
So we can be really light about that. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like, okay, let's just play a game of watching this movie sitting on the couch as my ideal weight. You know, it's just like a little game. We can be light about it. Mm. But sometimes it can teach stuff. You know, you can learn stuff about yourself. Because even if you're in a group of girls, say, and you're kind of like, okay, cool. How would I be in this group of girls if I was my ideal weight? And you might notice yourself putting your shoulders back more or contributing more to the conversation. Like there's all these subtle differences. But actually... It's crazy, isn't it? Like it's just, it's so linked to worth. Like It is. Because even one of my clients was kind of, when she was doing it, she was like, well, actually, I did notice at some stage over the last few years, whenever you're sitting down, you always put a cushion over your stomach. So it's like if you were your ideal weight, you would not need to put a, you know, you would not feel the need to hide your stomach. And yet again, that is not related to what weight you are, you know, because you could be size 12 or size 14 and thinking you need to put a a cushion over your belly. Like it's just lack of confidence. Like it's Mm -hmm. it's 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 silliness, you know. So it's a it's a really fun game to play. Um, And it really makes you clear on kind of what life is actually going to be like and what you're actually working towards. Because I think not having a weight problem is a persona and a way of treating yourself. It's nothing to do with the nutrition mm. because any food can make you feel uncomfortable or, you know, we're all in different bodies, you know. I have no clue what would make you feel uncomfortable this yeah. afternoon. Who am I to say that? Do you know what I mean? And you, wouldn't, you won't know for yourself. You can't p- project into tomorrow for yourself even either. Do you know, it's a moment by moment thing. Exactly. Yeah. So it's kind of that, that question all the time. Would I be doing this if it was my ideal weight? Because it's kind of like, even if we're in the midst of eating multiple share bars, it's like, would I be doing this if it was my ideal weight? It's like, nah, I'd probably just have it with a coffee and for breakfast tomorrow. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Probably yeah. just have it tomorrow. <laughs> You know, yeah. but in, in when we have a weight problem, it's like, I have to be good tomorrow or whatever. So it's it's really telling. Fun game. Very telling. My final thoughts are you're doing your best and it may not seem like enough, but it is absolutely amazing that you're here, you're listening, you're open and that's the first step, you know. And the hypnotist in me wants to say as well that you keep affirming that like, you know, I am doing enough. I am doing enough. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy, just like I'm not doing enough or whatever becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And we then sabotage, you know, it's it's, it, it is great to start noticing what you are doing rather than constantly noticing what you're not doing, because as long as you notice what you're not doing, it's all you're going to see. Top five chocolate bars. Okay, I, I didn't have time to prep for this. Different things you need different. You know what? I no. feel chocolate items. I'm going to open it up. Ch- okay. Okay, 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 okay. Lint white chocolate. Oh, lovely. In those balls, those are, they're amazing. Oh, yeah. They're very good. They're sexual. Yeah. Um, that Whisper Gold Salted Caramel. I get it. I yeah. kind of get it. You don't have to, but I get it. Yeah. Um, a Golden Crisp in a tea. Are they still available? I don't know, but you know what? They're very good. Yeah. Um. What else do I reach for? I like a good old dark chocolate with so- uh, salted caramel. Are you faking that? I no, I, it's all I... People say they like dark chocolate, they're faking No, it. I legitimately say it's the only like chocolate. girls who say they like GA. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Oh my God. That's a terrible thing to say. Obviously, Keep that in, lies. Jack. Oh my God. <laughs> like I've lost 90% of the listeners now. 
No, I mean, I, that's all the chocolate I buy really is, is salted or, or caramel, salted caramel dark chocolate. I actually adore it. Like, I love it. I just think it gets the right... Okay, I'm going to go into detail about this. Mm. I think, like, for me, when I want chocolate, I want the right amount of that dark intense chocolate vibe nice. and I find a lot of and I'm very passionate about this Aoife actually yeah, like I, yeah. I won't actually actually, actually I'll have you know Aoife I won't waste time on chocolate that doesn't have a good cocoa butter mass yeah but a lot of them and I don't like palm oil or any kind of vegetable oil in this situation as well it really pisses me off because it ruins the flavour profile well of the I thing. draw the line at pound shop chocolate not that I haven't eaten it but you know the way it's very coatsy around it's just, I don't yeah, like that vibe in yeah. my, I just don't like it and I just steer clear I'm like well I don't that's not even enjoyable I don't even want that like, can I, I say mine I have one more left oh you do okay sorry I have one more what is it <laughs> I don't know Um, I like white chocolate in general so probably um, a Milky Way Easter egg oh nice there's a difference in the chocolates oh yeah and sorry one just 5B um, Cadbury's Easter eggs made into Rice crispy buns. Smart. Put on ice cream. Wow. It's you're a genius. It's my mother. I knew there was a reason. No, my I mother thought of this and it is just it's unbelievable. It's like it's beyond reasoning why it's so delicious. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like, it's so simple. It's ah uh, ah uh, it's like more than the sum of its parts kind of job. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, go on. Okay, Toblerone would have to be up there. A white Toblerone. Sorry. Well, that's also there, but I yeah. think just from consumption frequency and rate, yeah. it would yeah, yeah, be yeah. the normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toblerone. Um, uh, Ferrero Rocher. Yeah. The only thing is, is my ex, he really spoiled me with Ferrero <laughs> Rocher, genuinely, just like the ad. You're saturated. I am. And COVID as well. I actually don't think I like chocolate as much after COVID. You had so much. So much chocolate eating. And um, Ben and Jerry's fish food. We've shared a we've shared a tub or two of that. Yeah, has to be up there. Um, something with like gooey melty chocolate in the middle, like a kind of slightly microwaved um croissant with chocolate pano chocolate. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be up there as well. Oh, you've broadened the terms now. I know, I know. That happened. I know. Oh, like any warm brownie with chocolate sauce. Remember the way I used to whip up those chocolate sauces with just like chocolate butter cream. Yeah. See, like, we, we should just wrap up and go <laughs> buy chocolate yeah. now. Okay. I'm like, where can we get? Actually, yeah, we gotta, we gotta go. <laughs> we've, we've somewhere uh, immediate and, uh, and urgent that has come up. <laughs> okay, thank you so much for listening. Uh, please join me on the next episode and sending you tons of love and support. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye. Hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you enjoyed this episode and previous episodes and you'd like to know more about developing this great relationship with food and letting go of excess weight, I have two courses right now that are on offer. So you can get the Happy Hypno Weight course and the Love Food Program course for €150. And so that's over €100 off. So just go to happyweight.ie forward slash special offer and go avail of this great deal now. Mwah.